0: Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media.
1: Listen to this. First, God sent revival to Jonah, then, Jonah brought revival to Nineveh. That's because nothing can happen through you
0: until it first happens to you. Has to start with you. Only the revived can bring revival to the unrevived. Pastor Greg Laurie encourages us to take time to examine ourselves.
1: Sure, we can go out into our workplace and tell people that work with us about Jesus Christ, but make sure you're walking in the way of the Lord.
0: Candle lighting service, where the candlelighter's candle goes out before they can light any of the others, it's pretty hard to pass that fire on when you don't have any. Such is the case with some believers. They try to ignite somebody else's faith, but their own fire has died down. On a new beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie helps us to make sure revival begins in our own hearts, and then gets passed along to create the kind of nationwide revival that is so desperately needed.
1: I want to look at one of the largest revivals in human history. And this gives me hope for our own country because this nation we're going to examine together deserved judgment. And in a way, I feel as though our country deserves judgment. You say, but Greg, why? Because knowledge brings responsibility. The only other nation we would be closely likened to would be the nation Israel. A nation also founded on biblical principles. That is how we started this country. And that knowledge brings responsibility. I think of the words of Thomas Jefferson who said, quote, I tremble for my country when I reflected God is just and that His justice cannot sleep forever. But we are going to look at the story of a nation that had a revival. Just like America needs to have a revival. The name of this city is Nineveh. But let me make a distinction between the word revival and awakening. We often use them interchangeably. But I think a distinction can be made. America needs an awakening. The church needs a revival. An awakening is when a nation comes alive spiritually and sees its need for God and turns to God. A revival is when God's people come back to life again. That brings me to point number one. What is revival? We need to take the the mysticism out of the Word and just see it for what it is. It it simply means to bring back to life. To restore. To be revived is to wake up from a state of sleep. Uh, Sometimes I will watch television with my wife and she will select something that to me is, well how shall I put it delicately, boring. And... um, (laughs) We just have different tastes in general. So I'll watch whatever it is she's watching and and I'll sometimes doze off. And she'll say, Greg, you fell asleep. And I'll, I'll wake up to it. Why do I do that? It's not a sin to sleep, not to take a little nap, but especially if something is boring. But that's the way we are. We don't want to admit we're asleep. We don't think we're asleep. But the person... That is asleep doesn't necessarily know they are asleep. It is when you are awake that you can say, oh wow, I was asleep. That is what revival is. It is coming back. It is waking up. This is the kind of faith that God wants us to have. We need the faith of the Christians of the first century. The faith that changed the world. The faith that turned the world upside down. Consider this. Everywhere the Apostle Paul went there was either a riot or a revival. But there was always action. It never got boring. I feel the time has come for the church to start making a disturbance again. Revival is when God gets so sick and tired of being misrepresented He shows up Himself. And that is what we need to pray for right now. That that will happen. So number one. Revival is waking up from sleep. Point number two. Biblical preaching can bring revival. Biblical preaching can bring revival. And that is illustrated in the story that we are going to look at in a moment. The story of the prophet Jonah. The reluctant prophet. The chicken of the sea you might say the original chicken of the sea. He did not want to go and preach to the city of Nineveh. But because he finally went with a little extra persuasion it resulted in the largest spiritual awakening in all of the Bible. So God says to Jonah, Go preach to Nineveh. Jonah's response was, Lord, no way. They drink Haterade in Nineveh. These people are wicked. I don't want to go to them. And truly... As I said they were wicked because God said they effectively stink to high heaven. So Jonah you know the story. Got in a boat and went the opposite direction and a great storm came. And all the sailors on the boat began to cry out to their gods for help. By the way that must have been a bad storm because most people I know that have their sea legs are pretty common storms. But this was a really scary one. So they're crying out to their various deities, hoping one of them has the right one. And they think about this mysterious stranger below deck and they bring him up. Of course, that's Jonah. They ask him what the story is. He goes, well, this storm is here because of me and I'm a Hebrew and I'm running from God. And he told me to go preach in Nineveh and I said no. They're looking at him and thinking, uh, so why would you run from a God this powerful? Then Jonah says, listen, if you throw me over the side of the boat the storm will stop. They are like, really? Okay. Bye. (laughs) Over the side he goes. Now the Lord brings a great fish to swallow Jonah. And inside I have to say Jonah was stubborn. He spent three days and three nights inside of that stomach and said, I ain't budging. Wrapped in seaweed. Humidity like you can't believe. Fish smacking him in the face. I'm not budging. Finally he came to his senses and Jonah had a personal revival in the belly of the fish. And we read about that in Jonah 2 verse 1. Then Jonah, then when? After three days and three nights. Then he prayed to the Lord his God from inside the fish. Which reminds you, you can pray pretty much anywhere. If you can pray from the inside of a fish, you can pray anywhere else. He said, I cried to the Lord in my great trouble. And He answered me, I called to you from the world of the dead, Lord, and you heard me. You threw me into the ocean depths and I sank down to the heart of the sea. I was buried beneath your wild and stormy waves. Drop down to verse seven. When I had lost all hope, I turned my thoughts once more to the Lord and my earnest prayer went out to you in your holy temple. Those who worship false gods turn their backs on all of God's mercies but I will offer sacrifices to you with songs of praise. Inside the belly of the beast, Jonah had revival, meaning he was revived and brought back to life and what God had called him to do. So now that he had hope again, as he turned his thoughts to the Lord, he was ready to go obey the Lord.
0: You're listening to A New Beginning and Pastor Greg Laurie and a message called, Can We Have Revival in Our Time? Today, Pastor Greg is examining the need for revival today, much as Jonah had need for revival in his time. Let's continue.
1: So now Jonah is revived, and he's ready to do what God has called him to do. And so the fish cruises up and barfs out Jonah. So Jonah was righteous and ralphed. (laughs) And he was revived and recommissioned by God. Listen to this. First God sent revival to Jonah. Then Jonah brought revival to Nineveh. That is because nothing can happen through you until it first happens to you. Has to start with you. You know you are saying, I want to raise my children in the way of the Lord. Great. Do that. But make sure you are walking in the way of the Lord. Because some things are caught and other things are taught. Yeah they will listen to your bedtime stories and they will listen to your little mini sermons but they are also going to be watching your life to see if mom or dad live that out. Sure we can go out into our workplace and tell people that work with us about Jesus Christ. Make sure you are a model of what it is to follow Christ. It can't happen through you until it is first happened to you. That brings us to Jonah chapter 3. Let's find out what happened. So he shows up in Nineveh and here is his message. Look at verse 4. One day Jonah entered the city and shouted to the crowds, Forty days from now and Nineveh will be destroyed. Well, that is not a very hopeful message, is it? No promise of forgiveness. No way out. Basically you are all going to die. Now that message surely wouldn't make a difference, but look what happens. Verse 5, The people of Nineveh believe God's message from the greatest to the least. And they decided to go without food and wear sackcloth to show their sorrow. And when the king of Nineveh heard what Jonah was saying, he stepped down from his throne and took off his royal robes and dressed himself in sackcloth and sat on a heap of ashes. And the king and the nobles sent this decree to the city, No one, not even the animals, may eat or drink anything at all. So they were fasting. Everyone is required to wear sackcloth and pray earnestly to God. Everyone must churn from their evil ways and stop all of their violence. Who can tell? Maybe God will have pity on us and hold back His fierce anger from destroying us. And when God saw they put a stop to their evil ways, He had mercy on them and didn't carry out the destruction He had threatened. We'll stop there. That brings me to point number four. A revived person will be an evangelistic person. A revived person will be an evangelistic person. Let me turn that around. If you have no desire to share your faith you need personal revival. Why is a revived person an evangelistic person? Because their evangelism is a result of a Christ filled life. You want to know an interesting statistic. Most people that come to Christ do it because someone who is young in the faith shared with them. 80-90% of people who have the gospel shared with them are from people who have known the Lord for two years or less. Did you hear that? 80-90% of people who have the gospel shared with them are from people who have known the Lord for two years or less. Isn't that interesting? Why is that? Why is it not from ten years or more? The reason it's from 2 years or less is these are people who are often still in what we would call the first love relationship with Jesus Christ. They're still discovering what God has done for them. They're still excited about it. But as we get older in the faith and we walk with the Lord for a time, sometimes we start taking these things for granted. You know what that means? It means we need revival. We need to be brought back to the place where we once were, where we realize how important it is to share with others what Jesus has done for us. Listen, you want to experience revival in your life? Get a brand new believer next to you and hang out with them. See, here's the problem. If you hang around with a bunch of jaded Christians, some who have even become cynical, and after church you critique the sermon, you need some new friends. Hang out with some new believers. Who are hearing this stuff for the first time and are fired up and they have questions that will get you digging back into Scripture again. It's the best thing you can do for your own spiritual health. You stabilize them and they re-energize you. Everybody benefits. But you see, sometimes we get away from that and we need to have a revival. Now that brings me to my last point, number five. Even revived people need to be revived again. Even revived people need to be revived again. Why do I say this? Well, here's this awesome spiritual awakening. Thousands of people are believing. God is not judging them. How does Jonah react? Is he dancing in the streets, doing a little happy dance? No. He's angry. He's upset. In fact, he's hopping mad. Look at Jonah 4, verse 1. This change of plans upset Jonah. And he became very angry and complained to the Lord about it, saying, didn't I say before I left home you would do this, Lord? This is why I ran away to Tarshish. I know you're a gracious and compassionate God, slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love. I knew how easily you could cancel your plans for destroying these people. So just kill me now, Lord. I'd rather be dead than alive because nothing I predicted is going to happen. What a brat. But look at how the Lord reacts. The Lord replied, Is it right for you to be angry about this? You see, Jonah is just having a pity party. I wanted to see destruction. In fact he was so excited he pulled up a ringside seat to watch it. He had his popcorn and his milk duds and it was going to be great. He's going to put it up on Snapchat and Instagram and Facebook and everything else. And nothing happened. Judgment didn't come. So he's angry. The Lord is like, What is wrong with you, son? I spared these people. You should be rejoicing. You should not be upset. See the problem with Jonah is he was preoccupied with himself. Here is a man who survived three days and three nights in a fish's stomach. A man who repents and prays and preaches the truth of the people of Nineveh. A man that God uses to help bring about a spiritual awakening and yet this guy falls into sin. It is a good reminder. No matter how long you have known the Lord you can still mess up. No matter how long you have known the Lord you still may need to be revived again. What is revival? Revival is getting back to the Christian life as it was meant to be lived. Revival is being in the bloom of first love for a lifetime walking closely with the Lord. No you can't always have those initial emotions you had as a new convert any more than you can have butterflies in your stomach like when you first met your husband or wife to be. If I still felt the same way toward my wife as I felt when I first met her and I told her I have a lightness my head feels a little dizzy she'd think I was having a heart attack or something. That is not realistic. But your love can grow deeper. Your love can grow stronger. And that is how we ought to be as followers of Jesus. Revival is nothing more or less than a new obedience to God. And then it is long obedience in the same direction. Listen. Only God can send an awakening to America. But revival can happen right here, right now. What do I need to do? Well remember Second Chronicles 7.14 said if my people which are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and churn from their wicked way then God says I'll hear from heaven I'll forgive their sin and I'll heal their land. That can happen for you now. The people of Nineveh repented of their sin. They called it what it was. God sent His healing. And God can do the same for you. We need to get back to that again.
0: That's Pastor Greg Laurie with important encouragement today about revival, how it's needed, and how to get it started. It's from a message called, Can We Have Revival in Our Time? Now, have you ever wondered how long your life will last? Pastor Greg says your life will last exactly as long as God planned it from the very beginning. Some more on that tomorrow. But before we go today, here's Pastor Greg to close our discussion on revival in this way.
1: Now I wonder right now if the Lord has spoken to your heart. And I wonder if you feel as though you need to have a spiritual revival. I wonder if you who have been revived need to be revived again. You are saying, I don't care about lost people. I don't have a passion for the Word of God like I once had. I don't really care that much about prayer. But I want to be revived. I want to get back to that place where God wants me to be. Or maybe the Lord has spoken to you and there are some wicked things you need to churn from. Listen. If you want to do it you pray this prayer out loud after me. Mean it from your heart. And I believe it is a prayer that God will hear and definitely a prayer that God will answer. Pray this after me now. Lord Jesus I need revival. I need to wake up. I need to be refreshed. I want to be passionate for You. I want to be on fire for You. I want a greater hunger for the Word of God. A greater desire to pray. A stronger burden for non-believers. Lord, revive me. Refresh me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit right now. I receive it from You now. Amen. God bless you that. Pray that prayer. God bless you guys. Amen. This is the day,
0: the day when life now for a copy of Pastor Greg's full message, get in touch with Vision Christian Store. It's available on CD. Search for Can We Have Revival in Our Time at visionstore.org.au or call one 0 5011 Station sponsor.